Hey, beautiful friends, Faith here, and you're listening to my podcast, Redefine Beautiful. Throughout each episode, I hope you find yourself inspired to learn from your past, tackle your fitness journey on a deeper level, and most importantly, redefine what we've been told is the definition of beauty for so many years. Together, we are going to address the mindset of fitness and discover the beauty that is in each and every one of us. So let's dive in. Okay, guys, welcome back to Redefine Beautiful. I have my first guest here today, and I'm super excited to introduce you guys to Charlie Taylor. He also has his own podcast, Right State of Mind. So, Charlie, just go ahead and tell people kind of what your podcast is about. All righty. What's going on, people? Uh, Yes, just like Faith said, I'm Charlie Taylor. I'm a a licensed therapist in Charlotte, North Carolina. I have a a podcast, Right State of Mind podcast. Um, You know, when I first started that, I think I just did it. Because I spend so much time, you know, sitting with clients and and I I talk about a lot of stuff. And I think for a lot of people, it's tough to start that process of therapy. So I was looking at, you know, maybe the podcast is an easier way for them to kind of get into it. And maybe that would lead. Yeah, it's that foot in the door. Exactly. They would lead to therapy. So that's kind of what I did. And it's just about, you know, everyday life struggles, uh, including the mental health side and just, just, it's not, it's not all serious mental health stuff. It's just like life situations, like relationships, um, stress, any like just anything yeah. like that. When I so, think a lot of people don't understand is you have so many different things going on in your life. So, you know, one thing seems like it's your big stressor, but you've got yeah. all these things piling in. So it's those little things that you don't realize that are creeping in. So I love yeah. that you address all sorts of different topics. For sure. Um, I'm laughing when you say that just because it always makes me laugh when I get a client and I ask, you know, what's going on? I don't know. Nothing. nothing. My life oh, is fine. Yeah. I don't have any, like nothing. Like we every all, every human has something. something. Every human has something. something. They say that, and then fifteen minutes later, they're talking for an hour about yeah, something. yeah. <laughs> and you're like, okay, now now we're now warming we're up. We're, now yeah, we're good to go. Exactly. Well, awesome. I love that you started that podcast. I love what you're doing over there, and I think, I mean, it's such a great a great thing that you're doing because I do think there's such a stigma around mental health and seeking counseling, yeah. and a lot of times, you know, especially. I think it's it's definitely getting a little bit more well known and talked about and accepted. Um, but for the longest time, it was one of those things we just don't talk about. We just push it under the rug, yeah. and that just leads to more problems. So for sure. again, love what you're doing over there. So just go ahead and tell us a little bit about you know your job itself. I know you just recently uh, switched into private practice. So yeah. what are you doing over there? So I think I was just laughing with you guys. November 2020, I switched into private practice. So prior to private practice, I worked in substance abuse uh, treatment centers for like four or five years. Um, I think my memory is not the best. <laughs> That's um, all right. <laughs> about four or five years. And then I switched into private practice. And I like private practice a lot more just because it's more just like you said earlier. It's like well-rounded. It's like all issues. Yeah. You know, We're addressing everything, not exactly. just. Exactly. When I yeah. worked in treatment center, it was all addiction, you know, rightfully so. But I like in private practice how, you know, people come in. I might have one client that's talking about their relationship. Another client might be talking about some other stuff that has nothing, you know, to do right. with relationship. So I like how it's everything. And, you know, the areas that I kind of specialize in is the substance abuse and general mental health. So like your anxiety, depression is another one exactly. I deal with a lot, especially now with COVID. I was about to say, yeah. I think a lot, even if people, you know, didn't feel like they had it before, you know, COVID, I mean, you got to. You just take everyone's world and you just flip it upside down and that's stressful. Yeah. And, you know, if you have, again, those underlying things that, you know, 
again, we're not talking about and stuff. And then you throw it into where now we have to be isolated at home with our thoughts and our feelings. Oh, and man. you know what I mean? Yes. So it's like one of those things where it's nice to kind of address all the different aspects because it's all those things that bring about depression and anxiety. And right. so kind of tackling that all together is going to help not just saying, Oh, you will, all these things led to your addiction. But like, if we could address those ahead, you know, before time, maybe we can prevent that from happening or, yeah. you know, other things like that. So, right. right. And I think, you know, when I first, like I said, when I first started, so, so in, in private practice, it's kind of like you build up your clientele, right? You know, in substance abuse, they just kind of send you. People. Oh yeah. They come. So when I first started, I don't think I realized how much people were struggling in the pandemic until I got into private practice. Oh yeah. Because oh, when yeah. I, when I got in, you know, it started off kind of slow, but then you get these calls and emails and it's like every single person I felt like on a weekly basis, I was probably getting like three, four on a weekly basis. They were calling and emailing in about the same issue. Yeah. You know, they were like, you know, I'm, I'm sitting at home all the time. And like you said, when you have to, when you're forced to kind of sit at home and like, now this was during the shutdown, not now. Yeah. Now, so now things are bad. Yeah. This yeah. was during the shutdown where you're kind of forced to, you, you know, you really can't go out and do anything. Yeah. So they're forced to sit. And unfortunately, a lot of people, what, this is what happens. You sit and they'll start, start racing. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of times, a lot of people struggle with that, you know, negative thinking that kind of leads to those emotional yeah, struggles. Exactly. So I got that all the time. And it was really funny is, uh, relationships were also tested oh yeah <laughs> you know? oh yeah i got a lot of people that are coming in yeah. like man i'm forced to be around my wife yeah, all day yeah. or i'm forced to be around my husband all yeah. day yeah good like, thing i love evan he did switch to working for like he works from home now and so he's a talker and oh really I didn't know that. <laughs> he's behind the camera he can't defend himself but he is a talker and so we we definitely had to adjust i was like you've got to go upstairs and work because i can't work with you downstairs because we just sit there and talk and get nothing done so oh, i was like yeah. you've got to go upstairs you got to get some work done i've got to get work done so you do have to learn how to adjust because i worked from home for five years at that point so i kind of was like in my groove oh, yeah. and then like throws a wrench so you do it you have to life in all aspects are just changing and you're just like you know what do we sure. do for so sure. i totally get that i'm sh i'm sure you got plenty of calls about that oh my god stuff, so, so I, I have trust me my life <laughs> With work is not boring. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I hear yeah, a lot sure, of stories. I'm sure you hear it all. And it's and it, I'm sure it's funny how it's like 20 different people are all having the same issues. You I know? tell them that. Oh, it's funny you say you're that. Like, I tell them that all the time. Because they, they talk to me and, and they're like, they feel so alone. Right. And I mean, like literally the person right before you yeah. talking about the you, same thing exactly. that you were talking about. You are about. not alone. No. You, are, you are in a safe space. You are not alone. We're all kind of going through those emotions. Oh my God. And, and I do think even with the pandemic, like, even people, I mean, everyone was hit in some form or fashion. And yeah. I think, you know, a lot of people who were used to being able to, you know, when they were feeling down, they could go out, they could go see a movie, mm -hmm. they could go to dinner right. with their friends, they could go see their family. Even that was, yeah, I think one of the hardest things for people is when their families, like members would be sick and stuff and they couldn't go see them. And, yeah. you know, it's, you're missing out on that, that valuable time, not knowing, you know, how, how many more chances do I have? Not knowing how long this pandemic was going to be. And, it's definitely, I mean, it takes a toll. And I think, I think everybody had to deal, you know, in some form or fashion, no one escaped yeah. being hit from this pandemic. For sure. Um, so, I, I mean, I think it's interesting and I'm sure you've seen it, like just how different people kind of dealt with and what was kind of their triggers to finally like say, yeah. Hey, you know, I need to go speak to somebody, mm -hmm. you know? And, and so one question I'd love to ask you is, so when should somebody come and speak you know, to a therapist, whether that be 
you know, start out with a friend and then go to somebody that, you know, is a professional because a friend, a lot of times going to tell you what you want to hear, not what you need to hear. So, you know, at what point should somebody, do you think somebody should come speak to a therapist? So the stigma is a big thing that I deal with. And I think a lot of people attach therapy to something's wrong. You right, know, like, or like, like something's wrong with you. Yeah, or or it's, and I always laugh because it's it's like nine one one wrong, like like something so bad that I need to I need to get it right. out and talk to somebody. Right. Whereas I'm the type of person where I, where I say there like everybody can everybody can benefit from therapy. Absolutely. Honestly, I have some clients now. I, I haven't told them this, but if they're you know watching this, they have better <laughs> lives than I do. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, yeah. Like you have good things going on. Yeah. Like, so it's not all people with like this crazy thing going yeah. on in their hair. Sometimes bad. they're just dealing with something, yeah. a very, like something traumatic in their life. I, I'm a firm believer. We've all been through something, right? you know, that's really like that alters your life, For you sure. know, whether it be losing somebody at a young age or, you know, you know, just, I mean, I could go on for days, different things that can happen to people, but you know, there's always this big thing that happens. So, you know, everything else around it can be perfect. Like life can be going so well, but Mm. there's just something that it's a little bit harder for you to comprehend and grasp. So it just makes it seem like everything's just kind of spiraling when really you got a lot of good going on. And sometimes it's helpful to talk to somebody and say, say, Hey, let's, let's look at all these great areas in your life. And then, and then let's focus on how we're going to make, you know, get you through this. So I, I 100% agree. I, I've been to multiple different types of counseling and all have been very beneficial for me. Um, and for those of you that, you know, have listened to, you know, the first couple episodes of Mm. Redefine Beautiful, you know, I dive into a lot of the things that I have faced and, um, one of those being child abuse. And, you know, that was one of the things you know, at such a young age, it's, it's hard to, to understand that it's not normal. And yeah. then being able to speak to somebody who like truly hears what you're saying and they're like, they're justifying how you feel yeah. and they're letting you know, like, Hey, this hurts now, but this is temporary. You're going to get through this. And, and honestly, that was kind of one of those things that just helped me kind of get over that little hump of being like, I'm, I'm, I'm okay. We're, okay. you know, and, and knowing that I'm not alone and, and yeah. just being able to be heard by an adult was a big thing for me. So Ooh. that was one of the type of therapies that I went to. And, um, I've done a couple others, but all have always been super beneficial. And I don't ever think it's a bad idea to, um, start before the problem escalates. And right. so sometimes I don't think people realize small things might've happened as a child, but ultimately like deep down it's it's building up and building up and they never dealt with it and it's like if you just you know went to you know talk to somebody and just let have somebody hear you out and again tell you what you need to hear not what you want to hear um i know that can be tough sometimes but it's so important to have somebody that's unbiased that's Mm. on the outside looking and saying hey let's work on this let's do this instead of this and you're actually coping with this this way and you don't realize it and you think this is the problem when really this is the problem and you know, that sort of thing. So it's not kind of some like preventative measures in life could be to start counseling at any point. So it's, yeah. to me, it's never a bad idea and never too soon. Yeah. And, and, you know, I think the thing that stops a lot of people is just that fear, Oh you yeah. know, that, that fear of, uh, you know, being judged or I don't want to seem crazy or this or that. But so like for anybody out there who hasn't started like this, this is the beauty with, with therapy and private practice, you know, it's not a contract. Exactly. You know, you know, like say, say if I was a person, I was like, I think I want to maybe try it. You can literally try it. Like, yeah. like you can just go sit with somebody that, that, you know, that you think you might be good with or, or and you can try it for a session. And if you like it, you can come back. Yeah. If you don't, you don't have to come back. Like, yeah. you know, I have a client, I've had clients that, that might start it for a little bit 
and then and then they don't come back. But then I have some that that start trying and kind of weary about it, and then they I've been talking to yeah. them for over a year. And I I love that they can just come try it. Like, can, that's the best part. Like you know, honestly, sometimes you just need somebody to listen. That again, it's going to give you some unbiased advice. Objective, you know, opinion. exactly, exactly. So I I love that they can come and try it because again, I think a lot of times people think. Oh, this is the problem I have when you're out. <laughs> yeah. This this is your solution to the problem that you're yeah. having and it's not working. Um, let's dive into this. So yeah. I think that's a great just just trying it out. And I do think we are finally in an era where it's a little bit more acceptable. Well, yes. People are, you know, starting to seek counseling a little bit more freely than they have in the past. I still think men are <laughs> gonna be the the first ones signing up for counseling. I know a lot of times. Especially like marriage counseling, I think the women are always like the first to say, hey, let's do this. But I think a lot of times the men get in there and they're like, this is good. Like, like I, could, I could continue doing this. Like, this is helpful. This is beneficial. And they get excited to go because they're like, this is my time. This is where we get to focus on me. This is we're working on me. And so I really hope that in the, the, the years to come that it gets even less and less. Like this is just becomes like, you know, like going to the gym, like that's your time yeah. too. Like, this is also your time. This is this is self-help. This is, you know, this is for you. So for sure. I think it's, it's definitely, we're, we're in the right direction. I just hope we continue to, you know, kind of get away from that stigma of, again, something's wrong with me. Right, right. Cause you know, again, we've all been through something, you know, if we, Everybody. if we want to, if we're saying something's wrong with you, there's something wrong with all of us. If that's how we want to <laughs> label it, you know what I right. mean? So it's not something's wrong with you. It's like, you've been through something, let's work through it. So you can have the best life that you can have. So. For sure. And and now I do think that we're headed in the right, you know, direction for it cuz I think it, I think it's only going to get better from oh, for Like sure. I don't I don't, I don't it see can't get it. Worse, right? I, exactly. <laughs> I don't I don't really see it. I don't I don't see it getting worse. No. So, you know, that's always the good thing. The reason I think it's so helpful is because like you said, the therapist is, is talking to you from an objective opinion. You know, so I truly believe like the reason I can be a good therapist and, and, and you know, give good advice I have no tie to it. Exactly. You know, it's, it's, I'm not emotionally involved in it. Well, and you're not going to, you're not worried if you're necessarily hurting someone's feeling. And I think that's uh, one of the problems when you go to your friend. Yeah. Because they're, you know, well, and if, if they tell you what you don't want to hear, you're going to do the opposite anyway. So right. go to somebody that's actually going to say, hey, no, this is what you need to this do. Because again, at the end of the day, you're not, you're not trying to hurt their feelings, but you're also not worried if, you know, you have to tell them the truth. Whereas right. a friend's like, well, I don't want him to be mad at me. So right, I'm right, not going right. to tell him what I really think, yeah. and, you know? And so, and Evan probably could agree to this. I'm a very honest person and <laughs> some people love that about me. And then they love it until they ask my honest opinion. And I'm like, be honest. Okay. <laughs> so one of my friends was like, do you need a coach or do you need a cheerleader today? They, they made that comment. I like that. And I was like, that is a good, that's what I need to start asking people. I'm like, do you want the coach today? Or do you want the cheerleader today? Because <laughs> I'll give you both. But if you ask for my honest opinion, I'm going to give it. And sometimes People don't always accept that very well, yes. but I'm like, you ask. So I think it's, you know, it's nice. You know, you can go in in a nice way yeah, and say those things that, you know, that they do need to hear. And I think they know they need to hear it, but it just takes somebody else to tell them that, you know, sure. like their friends can tell them, their family can tell them, but it's different when it's somebody that they're also not invested in as well. So yeah. that's why I think therapy is just so helpful because it, it breaks that tie of feeling like, your family, I don't know. It's just so different. You know, I think, I think, you know what I'm trying to For say. For sure. <laughs> I mean, when you, like, again, when you have people in your life, they kind of know you as something, you know, my friends know Charlie as this person. Yeah. My family knows Charlie as this person. So 
if I come to them with something, they're going to give it to me based on that. Like, exactly. You know, you know like a lot of people say that I'm, I'm kind of blunt sometimes, but in like oh. a nice way. See, that's why so we they're, get each other. So they're like, <laughs> <laughs> right? So they're like, you know, they don't say this, but this is what I feel. Like they probably don't say stuff around me or, 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 or tell me something. Because they don't want that blunt exactly. answer. They don't, they but don't again, want that they reaction. Don't want, they don't want to hear the truth. They don't want that reaction. But the funny thing is with my clients, literally this is something that I say every first session. I'm, I always warn them. I'm like, okay, now I don't like, I don't like making promises in therapy. But one thing I can promise is you will get my honest opinion and my honest judge, like my honest feedback. Yeah, and that's so it's important. in a nice way. Yeah, yeah. But <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be honest. But you're gonna you're but up front. You're saying, it. hey, but see, people love it. They do once they realize that <laughs> you're you're coming at a place of help. You're right, trying to right, help them, right? You know, and I think for me personally, I want to be told the truth. You know, I want to know if if I'm doing something wrong or if I'm doing something that isn't you know aligning with how i believe and somebody sees that and i'm like okay let's you know sometimes i might need to be taken back a notch yeah, you know seriously. but you sometimes it's hard to see that when you're you know in the midst of your feelings and things yeah. like that so it's nice to you know you can sit here and say okay this is what's going on am i crazy and it's like no you're not crazy but you probably shouldn't have yelled at them for that yeah. you, know, you know what i mean so <laughs> you get to you get to be that person that goes in and breaks it down in a nice way whereas yeah. if their family is or friend is in there it's it's not always received the way that they're trying to, you know, they're, right. they're trying to help you, but because it's your family and your friends, it's just, it's too much emotion there. Sometimes Emotions. I feel like you just, people just can't take advice for what it is sometimes. That's the thing. That's where, but that's where you guys come in and, and you get to save the day. And I, again, if we could just get over that stigma and, and again, I do think now that, you know, you have celebrities and, and things like that coming out that's saying, good. Hey, I've been struggling with depression. You know, I've, I have anxiety and, you know, I'm working through that. You know, that lets us average Joe say, Hey, me too. Like, right. I'm, I'm feeling some of the, the ways you're feeling and, and that's okay to feel that way. And, it, but it's also, it's so to me though, sometimes just even just telling somebody that just like just lifts a weight off your chest of being like you know right. and then someone saying i get that i hear that all the time mm -hmm. you are not alone everyone again just bringing back even with like the pandemic and stuff it's like this is how you're feeling the six people in front of you they felt the exact same way yes. and and guess what we're all going to get through this together you know sure. and, and i feel like we are we're getting through it we're getting we through are it, so. we are this is a testing time it is it is but and i think it's important to be tested because, you know, that is what makes us stronger. You know, yeah. if, if we live a life that's so comfy, that never pushes us past our comfort zone, we don't grow. Right. And, and I, and I think our whole, our whole life is about us finding ourselves, but also doing what we can to help others find themselves right. and be better, whether that be our children or our friends or, you know, and I think for you and for me as well, you know, part of the reason why we went into the fields that we did is because we want to help people. We want yeah. people to live happy lives and live it to the best life they can have or whatever. So I think, again, for me personally, I'm just like, I went through my own journey to get to where I am. And I want people to feel that same way. Like I, the, the joy I felt once I, I don't know, broke the chains, yeah. so to speak of like my past and kind of like really worked through them. Like it was said, okay, this happened to me but I'm going to move on and I'm going to accept it for what it is. And I'm going to do what I need to do to make sure that I'm not portraying the things that happened to me as a child onto my children and, you know, to those around me and stuff. So 
All right, Charlie. So let's kind of switch things up and go. Let's go back a little bit and kind of tell me what drew you in to be a therapist. That's actually a funny story when I think about it, because I think probably like 10 years ago, if somebody were to ask me what I'd be doing this, I probably would have said no very strongly. <laughs> just just because it's, it's not that I didn't want to. It just wasn't even on my mind. Yeah. You know, so, you know, back in college, I was at I was at South Carolina. And I and honestly, when I went to South Carolina, I came straight from playing baseball at a junior college. So my mindset was I'll be 100 percent honest about it. I don't, I don't have a problem with it. I was very lazy then. So my mindset was, let me find something very easy that I can have an easy job. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to be a PE teacher and a baseball coach. Yeah. So that's what I said. So after like a year into it, I was like, oh, you know, I don't think this is for me. You know, yeah. I, plus I can't, see, I can't see me doing all this work. You know, I'm not trying to throw shade on teachers, but they don't well, get paid. Right. They so, don't. So, no, that ain't shade. Right. That is fact. That, so <laughs> I was like, I can't see me doing like going through with all this work just to get paid. That. So right. then I like, I thought about what would I switch into? Right. And it, honestly, it all started with just an interest. You know, I was always interested in human, like humans, yeah. you, know, you know, like the, the way we act. So I was like, you know, maybe I should do something like that. So I switched to psychology. So from there, and honestly, at that time, I didn't know what I was doing. I was like, right. I would just go with an interest. I like people. I like to know why we act the way we do, why, you know, all these reasons. So I switched to that. And honestly, my mindset at that time was just graduate. Yeah, just, you know, just let's, let's just, get through it. Let's, let's get through graduate, it and then we'll figure and we'll it out. figure it out at the end. But everybody at the time was telling me, they were like, so you know you're going to have to go to grad school to do anything, right? Yeah. And, I'm, and I, I honestly, it's so funny when I think back. I was honestly like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not worried about that. I don't know what I was thinking. I was yeah. just like graduate I told and you figure that. it out. I could have told you that. We should have had a conversation back oh in college. Oh, my God. Well, a lot of people tried to. Yeah. I just didn't listen, really. I was Like I said, I was, I was like, I'll graduate. So anyway- I graduated and then I quickly found out I can't get a job with this. So then it forced me more so to think like, okay, what do you want to do? Yeah. This? Like, what do you actually want to do? Right. So, and I always, and I always like to talk to people. So I, I never forget it. I was working at a, a deli. So in between undergrad and grad school, I took a year off. Yeah. And I was just working at, at a deli job too. And at the time, my boss, he, he, he would like listen to the radio in the morning. It was like a radio show. And just so happened... It was a day where the guy on the, the, the show was talking about young people trying to figure out, you know, what they want to do with their life. And just me, I'm sitting there. They were speaking to they you. They were like looking back now. Yeah. Yeah. And the the guy goes, you know, if, if you're somebody struggling with that, he, he was like, there's one question you should ask yourself. What do you do best with the least amount of effort? And like when he said it, I didn't like immediately have an answer, but I was like, oh, that's a, that's a really good question. Yeah. So like all day I thought about it. And all of a sudden, like at the end of, at the, end of my workshop, it hit me like. I was like, I like to talk to people. I can do that all yeah. day, every day, yeah. all the time. No effort. No effort. So then that led me to, I'm going to go to grad school for this. So I got into therapy. I had a mentor, like a teacher I had in there. Yeah. Um, he was really good. So I like follow, I got under his wing and he like pretty much trained me to be a therapist. That's awesome. So, so my thing was just use what you like already and something, something that you're yeah. good at. And I always, I like to help people. Exactly. You know, I think I get it from my dad. Like my dad is the same as me. Like, like all my friends say, man, you can talk to a brick wall, can't you? I'm like, <laughs> I yeah, I honestly could. Though. I can relate. I honestly could. So like that, that just kind of led me to like want to talk to people. And then honestly, like when I got into it, it didn't, like, it, it was, it wasn't long where I was like, I, I actually kind of like this. Yeah. And I think I'm, I think I'm pretty good at it. Not trying to, to toot my own horn. But. I mean, Hey, you can toot your horn here. Right? <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. So then that kind of led into it. And then like, honestly, that's, that's kind of where it started. So, you know, I, I did that. And like I said, like once I got into it, it just, 
it caught fire and yeah here i am in 2022 and then it even it branched off to not just enough of you know those clients you see that come to your office but you wanted to do more so you started a podcast and you're rolling with it and i think and i've said this a million times if you know you pick a job that you love you'll never work another day in your life and there's some truth to that but also on the flip side, you'll also work harder than you've ever worked in your life because it turns into something where you're passionate about it. And when it comes to helping other people, you're never going to stop because that's something that's just infinite. Like you're, you want to help as many people as possible. And so again, you finding the podcast route, I think that's such a great avenue to kind of just reach more people. Yeah. Cause you're only one person. There's only so many hours in the day. So I love that, but I love that you're finding a way to reach those people. And I think I, you know, we both can relate here. That's, that's the whole point of our podcast is we want to help people and as many people as possible the way we've been helped. And, you know, you, you heard on the radio and it was like, it was just like your aha moment. Like, this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Like I have a purpose and, mm-hmm. and you have so much to give to people. And so it's so great that you found something that not only pays your bills, cause that is also a perk, but you also <laughs> get to help people, you know, let's say things got rough and you weren't getting paid as much. You're still passionate about it. You're still going to show up and you're still going to do the best job that you can. And I think, I think the world needs more people not, not to toot our horns like us though, that are, you know, that say, Hey, I want, it's not enough for me to just help those close to me. I want to help as many people as I can any way that I can. I think a podcast is a great outlet to do that. Yeah. Um, and in this, it's, it's so funny that I actually been thinking about this because it's like, again, so another thing, let me back up. Like to when it started, I didn't realize it, but I always found myself being the friend that everybody asked for advice from. Exactly. And at the time I was just talking like, and yeah. then, like I, I still remember, uh, I have a friend who always like, she, when she finally being therapy, she's like, I'm taking credit just, yeah. just because <laughs> she was always a friend. It was like boy troubles at the time. Yeah. But, like she would always like come and it's like, Charlie, I need your advice on this. Yeah. And it got, it, it, this is so funny. It's a true story. It got, it got so bad like, to the point. She was bringing her friends to talk to, to you. She, <laughs> she, she, like, she, she like, needs hey. your help too. <laughs> like, like, help you need her your help. Out. Seriously. <laughs> so like, so that, that, so, and the thing I love, love about my job now is there are literally days when I'm talking to people, like there are literally days where my job doesn't feel like a job to me. Yeah. Like it feels like I'm doing this. Like it, exactly. it feels like I'm just it sitting down and just, talking. It just feels right. Yeah. Like there, there are some clients, like, especially me, like the people who don't know me for the clients that I've been talking to for a while, we have that bond where yeah. it's just like, we're just chit chat. Exactly. You know, we're chit chatting about something that they did over the weekend or yeah. something like that to the point. To where it's like it's literally just like a conversation. So yeah, but that's they need what I mean. That. They need that. Right. They need you. Right. And like, so when you talk about the stigma, that's the thing I'm talking about. Is like when you meet a therapist, if you and the therapist bond, yeah. it gets to a point in a relationship where it's not as intimidating. Yeah, it's not. And an it's not always. Thing. It's not always a problem. Sometimes you're just working through your day. Seriously? You know, just like, life yeah. is busy right now, but I get to talk about it and I get to validate that. Yeah, it's busy right now, but you know. Yeah. You're not alone in this. You're, you know, somebody's hearing you out. And it's not like, again, it's not always a uh, 911 type problem. Exactly. I literally <laughs> had a client a couple of weeks ago. We talked for 30 minutes. She's a teacher. We talked for 30 minutes about this parent that she's dealing with, yeah. with her kid that keeps like emailing or something like that. And like that, that just goes to show you because like, so if a person out there is thinking of therapy, they don't think of those type of conversations. Exactly. They, but they but think it's of nice big mental to talk stuff. The, yeah. They think big, they, they're, they're thinking <laughs> yeah. big picture. They're yeah. thinking you know, this big, like massive thing that's going on, but you work through these little things, little things. 
you work through these little things and it makes a big difference because, and it's nice because you, you know, they can come to you, get this out. And then when they go home, they get to just unwind with their husband, like a nice conversation. That's not so intense. And it's, you know, all the time and not to, I'm sure your spouse is going to be there for you and it will gladly listen. But at some point, is that all you want to talk about is work all the time. (laughs) So sometimes it's nice to come to somebody and say, Hey, I just, I just want somebody to just, hear me out. Just know that I just, I got to get this off my chest and then I'll feel better about it. And these little things don't turn into this big, massive Man, thing. This and is just me. I feel like we all need a venting space, a safe, a, a safe, safe venting, venting space, space where you can just, you know, come in and just talk about whatever. And that's another thing that I, I established early on with my clients. You know, I always tell them this is your space to talk about whatever yeah. you want to talk it's about. Your time. Get it out. This is your literally though. Like you're paying for the time. Yeah, this so is like, your time. It's <laughs> your time. So like, we're gonna talk whatever about what you, you want to talk, talk about. Exactly. <laughs> you know. So like everybody, you know, and that's anybody. Like I'm a person where you know I'm I'm calm. I'm very calm all yeah. the time. Yeah. But there are a lot of times where I like get frustrated about something. You yeah. know. So and I need a venting space. Yeah. Mine's like my mom a lot of times, but it's all right. <laughs> uh, so like just a place where you can just vent out. And I, yeah. I think we all need that because again, it's not. Well, because if you don't get it out, it bottles up inside of you. And again, that's where, you know, a lot of those things come into place. So perfect example, like, so like the teacher I was talking about. So like, let's say a person is dealing with something like that, where you got this thing that's kind of stressing you out. That leads to anxiety. It does. You know, she is getting anxious about this parent's emailing me or this parent, this parent might do this. She was literally talking like that. Yeah. So like that right there is a situation where you learn to deal with that anxiety and that stress. And she didn't even know it. She's just thinking. Got this mom that's harassing Right, me. right. So it's like those type of things lead to stuff. Another example is like, let's say somebody goes through a breakup and they're heartbroken. Those thoughts lead to depression. Exactly. Like those type of things yeah. kind of lead to it. So, and then again, it's, I'm not saying, because a lot of people, you know, when they hear, you know, anxiety or, you know, they they think like, I'm super anxious. I'm like, yeah. I, I'm, I'm so revved up. It's like, again, it's, it's, it's levels to it. Yeah, they it's again, le- when somebody in their mind says, oh, I don't have anxiety or I don't have depression or I do, it's only it's only related to something, yes. something huge. Right. Where it's like, you know, these things can bring about, like, I think to some degree we all have anxiety. For sure. You know, but again, like you said, different levels. There's different levels to it. And everybody goes through their little time. You they know, do, I, yeah. I go, you might go through a time where you're kind of sad about yeah. something that happened or something in general or anxious about something in general. So yeah. like, again, if, if you are a human, <laughs> you experience these emotions. You do though. You do. you do. And so I think some people, they, they deny it. And you know, not to say that they, they have depression. You're not diagnosed with it. Right. You, right. you have moments of depression. You have moments right. of anxiety, but that doesn't necessarily mean you have a diagnosis of you are yes. a depressive person. You, you know, those sort of things. Exactly. And I think that's, that's where the big stigma comes where it's like, uh, I'm not supposed to feel this way. I need medication or, you know, that sort For of thing sure. where it's like, well, let's work through this. I mean, you know, mm-hmm. let's, let's find other ways to cope through these things. And I think obviously for me, one thing that I, you know, stress is working out yeah. and, and eating healthy. And I think a lot of that does take into account how we deal with stressful situations For sure. as well as getting more sleep. That's also a good thing to do people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like the worst about getting enough sleep, but everyone else should Same. definitely do it. <laughs> but then, but then also with that going and talking to somebody, you know, that's going to help you work through those things. And it's an outlet that can prevent you from, you know, necessarily having to take medication on a regular basis. I have 
tons of clients that have started a, a fitness lifestyle again it's yeah. a lifestyle so they're they're all in this and one of their goals is to be able to come off of their depression or anxiety medication and so many of them have and to me that that in itself is like the biggest reward that mm -hmm. you can can have when it comes to having fitness lifestyle i know a lot of people obviously they want to lose weight and things right. like that but it's like if you can, can take control of your life and and that's a big thing that we talk about on the podcast is the mental side of a fitness lifestyle and i don't think we give enough attention to mm. but if we can take things like that off your plate like if you can stop having to take that medicine and you start being able to have different outlets yeah. to kind of deal with those situations it's just i think it's just super helpful in that regard again it's helpful for when those big things do happen because yeah. life is going to happen big triggers are going to happen and that's not to say our our state of being depressed or anxiety can't waver yeah. but you know if we start now working on those things talking to somebody and again it's just going to help us when those things hit so yeah and it's not and it's not if they hit uh, it's when, <laughs> it's when, it's they when. Hit. Like, it's when. If, if a person's human again you're, exactly. you're going to go through something you are you're going you to are. Go, and but a lot like just like just to piggyback off what you said is the crazy thing is a lot of people who experience those things they don't know that that's anxiety oh they for don't sure. know that that's exactly. you know, depression that i'm dealing with they just kind of know like these are feelings that i felt before yeah. and this is how I, this is the way i handle it so and uh, that, that's the crazy part about it so I think the benefit of going to a therapist is you, you know, you properly learn. Yeah. And you, you know, have somebody to say that, that yeah, yeah, this is that. And let's work through that. And let's learn how to work. Yeah, through it. exactly. And, and I think it is helpful for somebody else to say, Hey, this is what's going on. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times we want to deny what's going on and deny that we feel a certain way about something that's happened to us. So yeah. I think just, again, having something that says, Hey, like this isn't a normal thing. This isn't something that just happened to you. This is a big something. Let's work through it. For sure. And and I think, you know, when I'm talking to a client about that, you know, once they learn that, it's like you said, it takes like a weight off their shoulders. It does. You know, I had a client that, that cried to me the other day just because, you know, she was really anxious about something. And I, I and I started to notice something when she was talking and I, and I, and I stopped her. And like, I, I think I asked, my memory's not the best, but I think I asked, you know, what's your feel about anxiety? You know, what's your, what's your viewpoint about this? Yeah. And immediately it was like negative. Like, I feel like I'm weak when I have anxiety, this and that. And I, I was like, see, right there. Yeah. That's kind of why you're struggling because in your mind, this is a bad thing. Yeah. This is a negative thing. And you're not I'm willing like, to work through right. it. And like, I was like, you know, we got to understand like, this is a normal human emotion. Exactly. And like, once she kind of clicked that, it was like a weight, like, okay, it is okay that yeah. I'm, I'm anxious. All, exactly. Like, and again, it's that stigma where it's like, you feel like you can't feel a certain type of way or you're going to be judged or you're mm -hmm. you're less than or you're not as strong as you know you try I'm to make weak. it exactly <laughs> and it's like no you're not weak you're human you're like human. these we all have gone through this at you know varying degrees and yeah. you know again we all have different traumas and things that happen in our lives but it's okay to work through the motions it's okay to feel those feelings but it's also a good thing to go ahead and get some help and and find ways to cope through it so you aren't the person that's coming to an addiction counselor because you didn't work through those things and now that's what your outlet was and now you're in that situation let's go ahead and let, let's let's start now and work so we never even have to get to that point yep. because i think that's a a lot of times people don't you know addiction just doesn't happen overnight you know there's things that usually lead people into that mm -hmm. lifestyle and there's something that keeps them there and a lot of times they're trying to cope with something that has happened to them that again they felt like they were weak if they said that they were battling these things and it's yeah. like that's unfair you're not weak this yeah. we all have something so 
I'm telling you, suffering in silence is a dangerous thing. It is. That's it a is. Dangerous thing. And I think we've seen a lot, you know, in like media recently with, you know, some recent suicides of people that oh, are yeah. very, you know, much in the spotlight and stuff. And, and everyone's first thing that they want to say is, I just didn't know they were struggling or like, yeah. you know, and it's like, of course you didn't because they, they have been put on this pedestal that they don't have problems. They don't need yeah. help. And, and then they never seek it. And then it leads to these suicidal thoughts. And sometimes they do take action on that. And it's, it's so heartbreaking. And you even see it with some of your friends, I'm sure, um, here and there, I, obviously not everyone faces that, but you know, I have people that I've known that have taken their own lives. And it's one of those things that you say, I just, they were so happy. And yeah. it was like, but were they? And you can kind of, you start to look back though. And you're like, well, maybe they weren't. And, and then you start to feel guilty because you're like, they didn't tell me anything. And I should have seen it sooner. You know what I mean? And again, I've had friends that, you know, that has happened to, and, and they, that's, that's what we want to say. We want to say, uh, how did we let them get to there? And, you know, we all start to feel guilty that we didn't see it, but I'll say it again with males. Like that's, they're talked about not to talk about your problems when you're growing up, mm -hmm. you're taught to be strong and you have to be this, this, this figure who can't talk about their feelings and you know, all those things where it's like, then you, they take their own life and it's like, they never had that chance to speak about it. And, and we can say, you know, I've, you can even, even if you see the signs, you ask somebody and they're just like tight, they're, you know, they're not letting you in and things like that. So it's kind of hard. But again, I, I feel like because all this stuff is starting to be in the media, people are starting to look at their friends a little bit closer and asking a little bit more. And I think that's important. I think it's important that we're talking about it and we're starting to look to each other and say, Hey, are you okay? And it's okay to ask somebody if they're okay yeah. now. Whereas before we're like, we don't want to pry, but they seem like a little off today. I'm the type of person I'm going to ask because I've lost too many friends, you know, not because I didn't personally ask, but just in general, you know, we were, you know, we weren't taught that it's okay to ask somebody that because yeah. I, then we're just being nosy when in reality, like we just want to, we just want to know if they're okay. Like, you know? So if you've ever lost a friend in that way, you start, you know, you, you look at life a little differently and, and you, you look closer to those around you and say, you know, what can I do to help them and, and make sure that none of these friends have that same fate or are dealing through those same feelings, you know? Yeah. People like most, most people let you see what they want you to see. Oh, for sure. You know, so it's it's not hard to to hide certain things. So it's just you know that's why therapy's so important. Exactly. You go vent it out with somebody. Let's say somebody comes to you and they're experiencing either depression, anxiety, both. Kind of, what is your kind of take on it? How to kind of you know work through that on like a daily basis? Like, what can those listening? What can they do if if they feel like they're feeling like that? I know you know we've talked about coming to see somebody, but what are some things that um, you know, you work with through your clients in that regard. Yeah. I mean, that's a great question. Um, and it's honestly, I feel like, you know, in a week, it's like the majority of my sessions are those topics. Oh, for sure. You know, I feel like a lot of people are struggling with those. And uh, so like, this is just me. The first step for me is knowledge about what's going on. It, yeah. it, it still kind of blows my mind just a bit. Just like people, people struggle with these things, but they don't truly know what's going on. Yeah. You know, like, you know, let me give you an example. Like, I don't know about you guys, but if I were to go to a doctor and a doctor diagnosed me with something like, Charlie, you have blank and I've never really heard of or I've never experienced it. Guess what I'm going to do? 
I'm going to go Google it. I'm going (laughs) to figure out what's going on with me. What is this? Why am I feeling like this? I'm going to get as much knowledge about it. You're going to be like, am I dying? Yes, exactly. (laughs) I'm going to get as much knowledge and I'm going to talk to the doctor about why this thing happened or is there anything I can do, right? Right. And I think most people would, you know, maybe not, you know, go super crazy on the internet, but but you would like to have some Some, sort of knowledge about what's what's going on with you, right? We don't do that for mental illness stuff. You know, we, we we don't do that for anxiety. You know, so my first thing is knowledge about it. Truly understand what's going on with you. Why yeah. am I feeling like the way I'm feeling? And that and that's helpful. I, I had a client um, a couple of weeks. I got clients all, all the yeah, time. Yeah, you do. Stuff. <laughs> I tell you, I, I, I literally have a story for everything. Yeah. But this client was young and dealt with uh, depression, I believe it was. And uh, she, she had been dealing with it for some years. And I and I and she was talking about it. And I could tell, this is like the first meeting I had with her. And I could tell like she had a, like a thing that, you know, whenever she struggled with it, she just kind of sit in it. Like, I don't know. I don't really know what, you know, to do when, when I feel like this. And, and I said, you know, do you know much about it? Like, have you, like, you know, have you ever looked into it? You got some knowledge about it? And she goes, no, I just sit in you it just, and, and kind of deal with you it. You just accepted it. Exactly. So like my first thing is that is really finding out and getting knowledge on what is going on with me. Why do I feel like this? And what, you know. Is there anything I can do? Yeah, what and are like the going, steps? Going, like just going to a therapist. So like, the, so that's the first part. Now for the people who already kind of know that, you know, I, I have an idea. I see a therapist. So I mean, there's a there's a lot of different ways a person can do it. You know, routine is key for me. Like I agree. just or you know, that's what that's what I preach to people is just you know, like let's 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 say anxiety. You know, the thing about anxiety, anxiety is triggered about the unknown. Like, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know why. I feel like right. It. And it's, it's, it's like that fear of the unknown. So, you know, you know, when you have something that you kind of can stick to, like this, like this, this is my routine. This is this is kind of what I do. It, you know, creates that structure for a person. So that that right there is, is, a, is a key thing. And a lot of people, they they say, I don't know what to do as far as structure and routine. The easiest place to start is the things that you enjoy. Oh, yeah. The easiest thing to do is like, what do I like to do? What are the things that kind of helps me calm down? You know, if it's right. if, if it's sadness that I'm dealing with, what are the things that kind of make me happy? Lift you up. You yeah. Know, what are the things that make me happy? Working out. Like for me, working out, music, hanging out with friends, talking to family. Like those little things. And it's always little things. It like is. Everybody it thinks is. it's like big things. You have to do it's this always big thing. little yeah, things. It it's is. little things. For anxiety, it's the same way. You know, the thing about anxiety is breathing is a big thing. Yeah. Controlling your breathing. You know. I am, a, and it's funny, I did not, I wasn't a fan at first, but, you know, meditating yeah. is something that I started doing probably like a year ago. Now, do you mm-hmm. use any apps or anything that yeah, you I, I like? was using Headspace for a little bit. Okay. You know, that's a good, I'm Calm familiar with that one. a good one. I don't know if you ever heard of Calm. Uh, LeBron's, he's on that one. That's kind of how I heard about it. <laughs> yeah. The commercial. Hey. Um, so those are the two big ones, I think. But literally, okay. you can you can type in on your app store. Right. You know, any, You're going to find something. Any, 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 any type of meditation yeah. apps. And they have a billion of them free oh yeah uh, and you know, exactly any any certain anything like that so yeah so you know routine with those things and again like it may, it may look a little different for different people that's why right. i say you know what works for me might, not, might work, not work exactly for you. so exactly. you got to really figure out you know what can i do and that's the thing like as a therapist i get this thing a lot of times where a person will sit down and they expect you to fix their whole life oh yeah you know I sit down, I tell you my problems, you fix me. Yep. And I say, no, 
Yeah, no. I'm a good one. I ain't that good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, not, right. I'm not that good. I always say yeah. it's a 50-50 thing. Yeah. You got to do your part. Exactly. So so my thing for, for anybody listening is you got to do your part as far as getting the knowledge. And from the knowledge, I kind of know what to do. I build, exactly. I build that structure. Self-care is a is a really big part of that. Oh, you for know, sure. You know, I literally, you know, I literally have a self-care routine that i follow i love that like i a, love that i follow it every time so on fridays i don't i don't i don't see clients on fridays and Same. that's my that really <laughs> yep <laughs> friday's my day <laughs> that's my that's my self-care day yeah. so you know my day is structured about like what i do work out in the morning like i do things yeah like, for you throughout the day that yeah. help me because yeah. all week i'm talking to people exactly <laughs> all, exactly literally all week yeah it's every, so, all week it's everyone else and on friday it's you yeah, oh, I love that. So like, I think that's so important. Right. So those are the things that I would say is like, first, like, I, I can't state it enough. I think the knowledge part is like, oh, the for sure. Part. Because again, it's crazy to me, but a lot of people have things going on with them that yeah. they don't even know what yeah. it is or like they, they know the term. Yeah. I, I, they've I know heard the, term the word, is, but like, the word, do they, do they truly understand exactly. yes. what comes behind that? What's going on with my brain? Yeah. That and makes me feel like this. I also think that's important for people who may not feel, you, you don't have to have this feeling that you might have something. Just go ahead and do some research and just for when those things come up. So when, you know, you do have any sorts of, you know, feelings of anxiety or depression, you already have an idea of what it is. So you know mm -hmm. what you're looking for. Hey, you're here. Okay. You know, then let me address it. Mm -hmm. But also I think even going ahead and starting, you know, even if somebody doesn't have um, depression or anxiety, having a routine is so important. I routine think is key. Routine, routine, routine. And again, with routine kind of tying in that self-care, you know, mm -hmm. make self-care part of your routine. Of routine. I think that's so important because, you know, a lot of the people, you know, I speak with their moms. So what do moms do? They take care of everyone else. And the last person they get to take care of is themselves. Yeah. So that's why you see a lot of postpartum depression and, you know, depression and anxiety among mothers because they don't feel seen. They don't feel heard. They feel like they're a dishwasher. They feel like they're a cook. And all they do is run back and forth to sports. And it's like set in a routine. You're already in routine with your kids. You take them to school. You do all these things. Go ahead and set a, a, some, aside some time. And hey, it might have to be on the weekend. You know, yeah. you might have to dive into some of that time that you would spend with your family. But I think it's important if you can't pour into yourself, how can you fully pour into everyone else in your life? So For I sure. think that self-care and routine, no matter where you are in life, is so important. I think that's just some great, solid advice right there. Think about this for a second. This is crazy to think about. Say if you went to a doctor and a doctor diagnosed you with, let's say, diabetes. And you just walked out of the office and didn't know what to do to manage it. You didn't know to take your insulin. You didn't know what to eat. You didn't do any of that. You just kind of winged it and kind of went on. Yeah. You're going to be struggling yeah. with, with, some, yeah. with some diabetes. You're yeah. going to be struggling. Yeah. It's going to be hard. What a person does when they're diagnosed with that, I would imagine, is they get an understanding from the doctor. These are what I need to do. And they have that knowledge. Of, okay. I need to take my insulin. I need to. Yeah. I, I, these are the foods that I need and look, to avoid. And now they're in a routine. And now they know their routine, yeah. right? It's no different it with isn't. this stuff. It's it no isn't. different. I think the difference is the stigma. I truly do. It, it I think is. it's the the whole, you know, we're not supposed to feel this way. We're supposed to be happy right. all the time. Life is great. I and put it's this like, face on. Put this yeah, mask on. Exactly. And that's the worst thing somebody can do. That's that is the, the absolute worst thing somebody could do. Yeah. You know, there's a line I always say is, especially with anxiety, depression, when you're feeling those feelings, the worst thing you can do is sit in it. Mm-hmm. You know, just sit in there and suffer and try to willpower through yeah. it. Yeah, that's the worst thing that the worst thing a person can do. So you know, that's why therapy is so important. So you, 
So you go to a person and, you know, you can develop, you know, these are my tools. Yeah. I always say everybody needs a tool bag. Yep. You know, I need to like, so when I'm feeling anxious, I need that knowledge of this is what I can do to kind of ease it down. Yep. This is what I can do to kind of ease it down because the thing about those things that kind of, you know, relate to physical stuff is like the same thing with the example I just use is that's something that a person has to manage, right? Yep. You know, my diabetes is something I have to manage. Anxiety, depression, those are things you have to manage. Absolutely. If, 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 if a person has struggled, like really struggles with those things, they'll be the first to tell you. It doesn't ever like fully go away. Right, It doesn't right. go away. Like yeah. it just doesn't, you know, it never, you never deal with yeah. it. It's just on different levels. You know, there might be a day where I'm super, super sad. Exactly. Whereas another day I might, I'm like kind of sad. I'm not that sad. So you have to learn to manage it in the same way a person would manage the, the, the stuff exactly. for their health is I know what to do. So yeah. everybody needs a tool bag of these are the things that I can do. And that's the other stuff I was talking about. You know, meditation, working out, music. And I always say the easiest way to start with that is think about things that you enjoy. Yeah, those things, things that, that bring, bring you happiness. Right. Like, so if, if it's something I'm dealing with with sad, what are the things that kind of make me happy? Yeah. If it's something where I'm dealing I'm anxious, what are the things that kind of calm, calm me down? down? Yeah. And you know, when I'm saying it, see, this is, this is a problem for me when I first got into therapy. I thought everybody knew this stuff. <laughs> right, right. It's just like thought, one of those things you're just like, yeah. Because like, like, like when I, it when makes I, sense. Right. When I, like, as I'm saying, I'm like, it sounds pretty pretty simple to me. Yeah. But it's just like, but. It's it, the knowledge. It, it took me getting into it to fully know that. Yeah. Though. So I don't think you fully know it until you get in You're it. in it. So it's just like, I mean, when you really break it down, it's just yeah. like the things that kind of make me feel the way I want to feel. Exactly. That's the, that like that right there is the whole thing. Yeah. What things make me feel the way I want to feel? If I'm feeling anxious, I don't want to feel like that. Yeah. I really want to feel calm. Yeah. So we're, so we're not going to go ride calm. a roller coaster right. if you're already anxious. Right. <laughs> you know. You know, think about this. If a person is dealing with, let's just call it sadness because some people, you know, don't like the, the <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> let's say if a person is dealing with those sad moments where they're like, I don't like this. The reason I say it starts with things that bring you happiness and you enjoy. So for me, I think let's say sports or music. I cannot tell you, I don't think it's possible for me to go to a sports game and be sad. No, I don't, I don't think that's possible. People for me. would notice. Now that's just <laughs> me. Just, but just because sports is my thing. Yeah. Let's say music is another person's thing. Yeah. You know, I don't think you're going to feel that with those, yeah. you know? So if it's something that truly brings you joy, do you really yeah. think you're going to be super sad? Exactly. It pulls you out it's of it. It's probably going to improve your mood if you do that. Absolutely. So that's why you have to, you know, have a routine of I do this regularly. Music yeah. is a big one for me. That's why I keep saying it. I literally have a root. This sounds crazy. But no, I'm telling no you, like, it doesn't. I have a routine for music. I really do. In the morning, there's a certain genre that I, I listen to. Yeah. In the, you got to set the, the tone for the day. In the middle of days, a, a genre I listen to. When I'm writing notes, there's a, a person I listen to. Like yeah. I, I think about all these things, and then you know, when I want to turn up, I just have people yeah. I listen to. Yeah, that's so right. <laughs> it's just you have to, you know, because those are the things that kind of bring me that feeling that I like, whatever that feeling is that I want. Yeah. If, if I want to be excited, I know who to listen. Yeah. To. If I want to be calm, I know who, who yeah. to listen to. So it's just like that, and again, it's 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 the same with everybody. So if a person sits down and they can identify, these are the things that make me feel the way I want to feel. Exactly. And it's important to not wait to the moment it's here to do that. Right. Like do you it. feel it starting to come on, right. you need to go. Do it. Yeah. Do it, do it like now. But, like when but if you're, you're doing it in your routine, you're, routine, you're already combating those feelings of mm -hmm. negativity. And it just goes back to that, that M word of managing. Like that's yeah. the important thing. It's just like any other illness. 
if a manager at a job, what is his job? Manage the employees, make sure this is good. Like he has a checklist that he's checking yeah. to, to make sure these things are good, right? Same thing with these yeah. things. It's just learning how to manage it. I think this sounds so simple that we miss it. You know it, what literally. I mean? Like it's so simple, but it's like when you say it, you're like, well, duh. Like, <laughs> you know, if we're just managing our life and doing the things, you know, again, that bring us joy and stuff, we can manage the feelings that we have about it. Now, that's not to say things aren't going to come up and they're going right. to throw a wrench in there. But again, if you're already doing these things, you already got your routine. You've got Dude. those happy vibes going. You know, when those things do hit, you can better cope with it because you're not already bogged down by other things. I think that is just some solid advice. All, all of those things, truly, I think it's just so key. And I think, again, it just sounds so simple that that we forget. We're just yeah. like, we're like, man, that was so easy. I have, I've, I've had clients that literally go, well, duh. But they say, duh. And then you say, what's your routine? And it's, there is none. There so is they're none. like, they're like, duh, but they're like, oh, I missed that. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, Bec but it's never too late. It's, it's never, never too, too late. late. And, and I think this is, this is part of the problem. You know, the world that we live in right now is so freaking fast paced. It is. That, it is. And, and even, you know, I have I've, I've, I've done this myself is where you start something and then you look up and you haven't done it for a month. Right. You know, because you get so <laughs> you. You, get, you get so like I have these other duties that I have to do. Yeah. I have these other responsibilities that I have to do that I don't think of it. So my big word for 2020 is do it with intent. Intent is big. Being mindful and intentional about. This is the goal that I want. Yeah. This is what I'm going to do. It's, it, it goes into fitness. For if, sure. If a person's goal is to become healthier, skinnier, whatever, you can't just say that. Yeah. And then just there go has do, to be action. do whatever. There has, there has to be to intentional be action of like an intention. A yeah. diet I need to follow, a workout, ex exercise I need to do, maybe there's certain times a week. You can't just wing it. So it, it's, it's very similar with this stuff too. Oh, for sure. For sure. Yeah. So kind of going off of like, you know, you talking about like doing things that kind of, you know, make you happy and kind of put you in that right mood. How can somebody like get in tune with their body to know, you know, what are those things necessarily? So like, again, with like your music, for example, you know, you're listening to different things at different times during the day. Like, how can somebody get in that mindset of knowing what they need at what point? And again, you know, we talked about not being, um, you know, when the ball drops, right. you know, getting into a routine. How can they kind of get their before those things happen? That's a great question just because, so I fully understand, and this is a, this was a struggle for mine when I first got into therapy. I thought that everybody thinks the way I do. Right. But I understand like not everybody does. But this is the thing I will tell people. I wasn't born like this. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> it I, took some time. You took some took, work. <laughs> it took time. But this is the thing about people though. I, I tell all my clients this. You, you know, you're actually at way more of an advantage than you realize because because here's why nobody knows you better than you that's right nobody can tell me about myself that things that i don't already know right right like any, anytime anytime somebody says something i know it's even if this is a flaw i know yeah. so i know it's there <laughs> right so the thing about people is you know yourself better than anybody so use that to your advantage yeah. and, it, and it really took me when you ask that question i'll think of myself because like i said i wasn't just born like it, it took years and right. years of doing this but it's kind of like a it's kind of like a, a thing that you explore, you know, and it's, yeah. you know, my biggest thing is, is it goes, goes back to the word intention. You really have to be mindful about what your goal is, kind of what you want to do and really like think about it. You know, what do I want to do? Which way do I want to feel? Yeah. And actually put like some sort of a plan. So like with the music thing that took 
years of kind of like thinking about things like, oh, like, dang, like this music, I like the way this music makes yeah. me feel. You know, I like the way that, that it does that. So, you know, it's just like having those moments, it sounds crazy, but, like, yeah. you know, talk to not necessarily like go outside and yell with yourself, <laughs> but like ask, <laughs> Inside your head, ask questions like, yeah. you know, why do I like this? I'll give you another great example of what I did. So on that Friday thing I was talking about, you know, again, this is came off of just, I didn't think about it until it happened. So part of my self-care thing is I get my hair cut every Friday. There you go. And some people, I mean, my girlfriend always like, every Friday. Every <laughs> and Friday. I, and I'm thinking in my head, like, but I, but I, like, this is the thing though, I had to explain to her. So there was like one Friday where I got my hair cut. And after the haircut, I'm like, you know, I like the way I feel after the haircut. You know, I'm feeling myself. I got my yeah. chest out a little bit. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking in the mirror. So my mindset went to, I like the way this makes me feel. Why don't I do it more often? Yeah. So that was like, you can do it's it just, more. It's just like taking now, notes of the things right, that make you that's feel exactly good. That's exactly what I'm yeah. saying. Like, now I know everybody can't do it. Like, you know, I'm not, yeah. and, I, and I'm not some baller. Yeah. <laughs> but, but it, yeah, but you're like, but, I can afford a haircut. <laughs> but I, I, can, I can afford a haircut. Exactly. And I like the way it it makes needs me to be feel. your, your things need to be within means. Like you got to be able to afford the things right, you're doing. Exactly. Don't put yourself in debt to make yourself happy. No, guys. yeah, don't, please don't do that. That's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> that's a different kind of counseling. Right. But take note of, this oh like this thing about that I'm yeah. doing I like it and then start to like develop a plan yeah so it's and again you know yourself better than anybody but you have to put the energy into it you do and I think I think the big thing is just taking the time like if you're taking the if time. you're just going through the motions and you know life is busy and you know you're you're not thinking again about yourself and stuff I think a lot of it is just being like you said intentional and saying okay what what are the things that do make me happy and then taking notes along the way like taking like you notes. said you noticed with your haircut like that felt good. You want to do that again, you know, exactly. Because again, I just, I just love the idea of having this self care, like routine and giving yourself that Friday. And, you know, again, life gets crazy, but I think it makes a huge difference if you really just pour into yourself, just even just a little bit. And, you know, it doesn't always have to be something that you have to pay for, you know, find those other things. Exactly. Simple stuff. And, um, you know, Evan and I, we, we go out to eat once. So now, you know, we switched to that because we're, you know, trying to be better but you know that's our oh sorry yeah so we we go out to eat once a week and so that's kind of our thing that brings me joy so but when we go like i'm like now that we only go once a week i'm like we're gonna make it like really good like it's gonna be something i really want and and to me that's something that brings us joy too and you know i don't realize it but now it's part of our routine and so you know and it does bring me joy so i think there's little things that we're probably already doing that we don't realize and i think sometimes putting that knowledge to like that connection to it. Mm-hmm. Like that's something that's bringing me joy. It's part of my routine. What else can I do to add to that, to just keep building on build it, on. you know? Yeah. Like the, 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 I guess the big word in that is build because yeah. again, I think now I'm to a point like that, but it took yeah. me years. To you get started there. with something. It started and very then, small. Exactly. It, very, it started very small. It but built think, up. Yeah. But I think it's, you, you acknowledge that and then mm-hmm. you, you're like, okay, what else can I, you know? And then again, build upon it and look at, you know, yeah, and again, you you know yourself better than anybody. Exactly. So it, it's really about being intentional and taking the time to explore those things and those feelings yeah. that I have, those feelings that I want. So I truly think if a person sits down and they like take that time to explore, you know, these are things I like. I like this feeling. Over time, and again, going to therapist helps because you get to bounce, exactly you get to bounce it off somebody. Yeah, and I think over time you will start to build that thing of these are the things I like, and you know, and then. Just like me, because I didn't think about it until now. Really, you yeah. think about it over the years. Now I'm 
better and yeah. better than ever, really. Exactly. Truly, truly. Such, such solid advice. I can't thank you enough for being on the podcast with me today. I think my followers are just going to get so much knowledge and kind of just kind of where to go from here, you know, like go, go get some counseling guys. It's good hey. stuff. It's good stuff. And honestly, I think I could probably sit here and talk to you all day long yeah. and we could just, <laughs> just because we're so, and we're on the same page here. Like, and I, I think truly we just, we got to break that stigma. We got to seek help before we need it. Um, and ultimately just start working on our routine, start, you know, doing stuff for ourselves. So when things do go south that we know how to deal with them. So Charlie, let everyone know where they can find you at on social media. Social media. Yeah. <laughs> so again, the podcast, the right state of mind podcast, you can find me on uh, Instagram at the right state of mind pod. And uh, it's really that same handle for Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, same handle. So on uh, all podcast formats, anywhere you listen to podcasts, I'm up there. I'm so excited for my followers to really dive into your stuff over there. You've got some great content. So hopefully they'll take advantage of that and listen to you maybe on the ride home. All good stuff. I know you got some new stuff coming out. So super excited. Um, and thanks again for joining me. And now, you know, I want to, I really want to thank you because, you know, we got to get you on mine. That's Next right. Oh, so, I'm coming. So I'm I, coming. So I really want to thank you and thank all of you guys who are listening. I really enjoyed it. All right. We'll see you guys next time. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. It means the world to me. I would like to thank each and every one of you, as well as my editor and producer, who also happens to be my husband, Evan, for making this podcast possible. If you're ready to kickstart your own fitness journey, be sure to head over to www.redefinebeautifulpodcast.com to sign up for one of my free programs. Until next time, stay beautiful.